welcome to the first ever episode of the Transformation Podcast here at the Harbor Church. I'm Chris Sanchez, and I'm joined by head pastor at the Harbor, Darren Davis. I'm excited about this series. I'm excited about this episode specifically. Darren, before we even get to what the series is about, I want to talk transform people, transforming culture. I mean, it's what we say almost every Sunday. It's on our papers. Like, it's what we believe in. And I just want to talk about the history of it because that's where this series started. And I want to get into the heart of what that is. So if you can get into that. Totally, man. I'm excited about this as well. And I want to start off by thanking you. I'm so glad God sent you to this place. I believe you carry such a grace to help facilitate a dream like this because that's what this is. It's a fulfillment of a dream that goes back a ways. I, You know, we have been, you know, here now 18 years building this culture and um, I really feel like we've fashioned something that actually is is working, and it's aligned with the Word, it's aligned with the, the power of the Gospel, mm. and lives are being changed. But there was some, some years ago a lady that came in to talk to our team, and she was looking at all of our mission statements, our vision, values, and stuff, and, and she really began to push back on some of that language and uh, press into like what was really in our hearts that people could, could be able to hear, read, and understand as they were coming into this community. And, and what came out of that as it related to our ultimate vision, it was this realization of the, the power of the gospel to transform a human heart, to transform a life, to truly change someone. Like what Christ did on the cross, what he paid for actually made that possible. And it's not jargon, it's not religious language, it's, it's real and then from there, that transformed life is positioned in spheres of society, you know, whether it's with other moms or in, in the school system or, you know, in law or medicine or, or wherever it may be to actually begin to shape and transform that culture with their, with their life, with their very presence. And so, you know, we were like, man, this is, this is it. This is, this, is, this is what we've come to understand. This is what we're seeing here. But... I think with the, the the dream of this podcast was different than like some message that's you know teaching and sharing you know truths from the Word of God you know that we typically see on Sundays. It was hearing from people and their stories and their lives that I think would resonate in the hearts of the hearer. You know, especially maybe on some of these these podcasts more than others. You know, we're gonna go through many many stories of people. And I think it's going to be very, very powerful because I think you come into church and, and people have the perception like, wow, all these people, they've just lived these perfect lives. They, maybe they've always been Christians. Maybe they've never had any problems. Maybe, they, maybe they've never walked through the stuff that I'm walking through now. And really, that's just not true. I think we, we, we unfortunately you know, are prone to wearing veneers, putting on the happy face, you know, answering the questions all right. But the dream for this is really to get get down and get real and um, and talk about the, the process of transformation and how that now is leading to them really making an impact on the world. I want to jump in because when I first came here, it took me a while to kind of understand transform people, transforming culture, because I was like, transform people sounds like they're done. Like with an <laughs> ED, like you have been transformed. Oh, and I was like, how can how can I be done? There's always work in me. But then I would read scripture and I would read the story of the woman at the well. And Jesus talks about the water, living water. And what does she do? She's been, she was touched. She was transformed. And 
she wasn't finished. She still had stuff to deal with. But she went into uh, into her village and brought the people out to meet Jesus at the well, transforming the culture around her. And it wasn't it that is. she was perfect, but she had been touched by the Lord and that interaction she helped people lead to it. So I kind of was like, okay, now I'm getting it. So when we got to the series and talking about people being transformed and Jesus touching their hearts, it was for me something that I had to be a part of. I had to embrace somewhere. And I remember separately, three years ago, I came to the harbor. This is where I knew that God wanted me. And I hadn't been to church in 10 years. And the second week that I came, I was like, how can I help? What is what is there to do? I've never volunteered before. I had history and radio, but what do I do? I, I don't have any tools. I don't know what to do. And then the Lord gave me three ideas, one of them being this transformation podcast. And flash forward maybe like a year, I kind of mentioned it. Nothing really happened. And I went to a new job, and they had access to equipment. Right, the equipment that we're using today, and wow. I and I was like, okay, so I bought. I talked to my wife. We prayed about it, and I bought it, just in preparation of whatever might happen. And I just waited, and then through Julie, through God moving, we got here to this to this moment right now. And it's yeah. been it's been a journey. And we had the conversation, and you had very similar experience about capturing people's testimonies and their transformation so that they can share it. Yeah, because I think in this culture today, especially, conversation is so important. Yeah. And being able to hear the story behind the story. And so people even listen in on, on people's lives journey is is powerful. It's mm. inspiring. It's resonating. And so here we are, man. I, I want to go back to the to, to what you mentioned about the woman at the well. Here there's just this crazy tension about this thing called the gospel. It's like what Christ did on the cross for us to redeem us, which literally means to buy us back to the original intent of who we were always meant to be, is a completely finished, done work. It's actually the, the real us. So it's, it's, a, it's a finished work that is a lifelong process gotcha. to see come into full fruition. It's like, and that's so encouraging because we, we along the way, we're not going to get discouraged by the stuff that, that is going to continue to pop up as we're ready for, for our hearts to be able to go there and deal with it because we know and are reminded, hey, this is who we truly are. It's like, you know, that, that person that God had in his heart before he even formed us in our mother's womb, right, and the purposes that he had for us in our lives, that's the real you and me, right, Chris? And I think God is is bringing us back through Jesus to that person that God had always intended in his heart for us to to live out because of the power of, of, of what Christ has done for us. And yet, you know, it's it's a it's a continual journey of intimacy with God for the rest of our lives where we're always dependent on him, walking with him in this beautiful journey called life. So I, I we can't do an episode without talking about a transformation, Darren. And you don't have to go into deep details, but briefly just mention what was an area, what was something that God has worked in you through your journey and your transformation through him? Oh, my God. I mean, you know, being raised in the city that I was raised in, in Butte, Montana, my father, you know, pilot for Evil Knievel, um, 
you know, what a colorful city that I was brought up in. Um, so much that I could say about that time in my life. But, you know, never, ever once in my upbringing did I hear what I would now call the gospel or the good news of what Christ had done for me. I had, I had no understanding of that. Now, if you were to ask me, Darren, do you believe in God and do you even believe in Jesus? I would, I would have for sure said yes. And, you know, as an athlete, I would pray before games or, or you know, competition or whatever. But just never understood the possibility of a personally intimate relationship with the Father, with Jesus having even access to his presence through Holy Spirit. I mean, none of those concepts would have been anything I could have grasped. And so going off to, to university on an athletic scholarship, facing an injury in, in my second year that, was, that, didn't, that didn't end my career but put me out for that entire year, my, my whole identity was built up as this person that, that could compete and could win and, you know, was known and all that kind of stuff. So it was just crushed. I mean, it was completely crushed in that time. And, uh, you know, that's why I think in, in so many ways brokenness can be a gift because it puts us in a place of dependency. And um, it was in that place that I began to ask questions. I just began to say, God, if you're real, if you're out there, and this was sincere, reveal yourself to me. And and that's what began to happen. And you know, Had you maybe, spoken to him like that before? Never, okay. and not in that kind of a way. And I had some some little sprinklings of some seeds that were kind of sown in my life here and there that— that I think he began to water and 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 draw upon, but it was really that 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 sincere question that 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 he began to answer, and he began to show up in a dramatic way. So really, in in my dorm room at the University of South Carolina, all by myself. I mean, I can't explain it. I don't even really have a grid for it to this day. Just had an understanding that Jesus was who he says he was. He was the Son of God. He was a, the perfect representation, representation of the Father in the earth, and, and he came and gave his life for me. And out of my mouth, I said, I will live for you forever, and thank you for the gift that you gave me on the cross with, with your sacrificial life. And man, I'm telling you, I walked out of my dorm room that day, and I saw the world in a whole new light, and I was instantly set on fire and began to be a voice on my campus for, for Jesus. And, and, uh, man had no idea what I was doing, had no idea what I was talking about, but it, it began a, a lifelong journey up to this point of, of, of knowing God, knowing myself, knowing how to really love others, uh, you know, authentically out of that, out of that space of knowing the Lord. People might be hearing and they say, okay, well, Darren, you're the pastor of a church, you know, your testimony carries something. Can you talk about how important it is that every believer who's been touched by Jesus it's important for them to share their testimonies, not on a podcast necessarily, but to anybody else that's walking through their journey with Jesus. Yeah, well, first of all, I never in a million years would have thought I would be a pastor and actually <laughs> wasn't for a good portion of, of my my years after that conversion experience. So I think we classify pastors as people that are maybe a little extra spiritual, and, and that's not true at all, actually. I mean, all human beings are the same. We we wake up and deal with the same stuff every single day. It just just dawned on me as 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 I processed and journeyed with the Lord that that there was there was some assignment that He had for me in the body of Christ to to bring my leadership to that space where prior I'd been bringing it in into corporate um, the corporate world and and all of that. But I think the point is is that everybody's story is important, and I think that that's why we're doing this. We want to hear from as many people as we can, and their unique story. Because every story has value. Everybody's journey is important. You know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's 
equal in that sense. And so when, when, when there's something that, that takes place in our lives out of the brokenness of where we've come from, we have to share about that because that's, that's, that's a powerful thing for someone else to hear that may be in that exact same space. And that's, that's why we're doing this. We want to get, take off all the religious stuff, masks, uh, personas, and we want to get down to the real deal here and, and say, hey, listen, this was my journey, and, and I, I want to shout it from the rooftops. And I'm telling you, there's someone out there that's going to listen to these that's going to be like, oh, my God, I, I so needed to hear that. I didn't even, didn't even think there was anybody else out there like, like walking through like what I'm walking through. You already mentioned a couple, I guess, misconceptions about a Christian, a pastor. What's the biggest misconception that you feel is going on now as we start a new decade in 2020? What's the biggest misconception about the body, about people sharing their testimony that people might not understand fully uh, how important it is? Yeah, I think, you know, the word that comes to me is, is authenticity. I think that the world is just crying out for people to be authentic. They're looking for individuals who are authentic and real. And I think when they hear it, taste it, touch it, experience that, they know that it's it's legit. I, th- I, I love this current generation. This generation's taken a lot of criticisms uh, for, for whatever reason. But I, one of the greatest things I feel about this generation is they they can sniff out authenticity like none other. I think that's that's what I that's what I, that's what so intrigues me and excites me about God's hand kind of forcing Christians and the church that maybe has been so irrelevant, so unauthentic mm-hmm. uh, in so many ways, unfortunately, because we've been shaped by culture that's not of the Lord, and that that He's resurging that value in in the body again. And so I think when you're real, when you're when you're you know have that courage to just put out your story because I think there's so much there's been so much shame and condemnation that's been weighing down people's hearts based on what they've walked through I now especially as a pastor I've I've, I've heard pretty much everything now over all these years and and just people tell me time and time again you know unless I was in a safe authentic environment I would have never shared what I've walked through in my life. And man, is that sad? Like how many people are out there that are carrying things that are weighing down their hearts that are, you know, keeping parts of that internal side of who they are, just shut down, shut off. And God is longing to get into that space. And I think we need family, man. We need real relationships. We need real friendships and and we need safe places to, to be able to be authentic and real. So what's to expect? I mean, what's the goal that you want that the Harbor wants through this podcast or any time anybody shares how Jesus has touched their lives? What 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 are we reaching for? I mean, I I want to I want to show that there's there's really the power of God at work. It, it's not it's not dogma. It's not religiosity. It's it's it's. I mean, Jesus was. Uh, probably one of the most real, authentic, powerful—he was the most powerful person that ever walked the earth, and yet he could relate to the most common of people, right? Like maybe talk to someone that, that maybe someone else would never even talk to or engage. He saw value in individuals. He he was able to connect on a heart level, but it was more than that. Like even we we just revere the the apostles today right but if you go back and if you were to see those guys when jesus found them i mean they were a ragtag group right these were a bunch of you know rough and tough fishermen tax collectors i mean people that 
for sure the religious would never hang out with and and Jesus that's who he went to he saw he saw something in them he saw potential and beauty in their lives and and i i i love the verse in the word that that says that god takes the foolish things to confound the the minds of the wise you know and and that's what he's up to he's 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 shocking the world with these stories i mean and cuz when you hear some of our transformation podcasts you're going to be blown away by the work of God that that you can only ascribe as as something that supersedes the natural. That's where we get the whole term supernatural. It, it's it's beyond. Uh, it's otherworldly. It's 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 not something that that we in our own strength or ability can contrive or conjure up. No one's heart can be changed. I mean, it's just that's just reality, man. You can go and try whatever, and it's just not going to fix you. And and uh, you might be able to temper things a little bit or control sin, some sin management on some level, but it's never going to really ultimately change and bring true transformation, true peace, true joy, true hope, any of that stuff. And so we want to we want to put some pretty cool stories on display that are realized, people we know, right, that are in this community that have been walking this stuff out, and and, and the fruit is evident that, that what they're talking about is real. And so I just, I'm just praying for that, man. I'm praying that, that we'll see something... It'll just blow our minds, or people all over the world will hear these stories and come back and say, "My God, if that can happen!" For, I think what it does is it gives people hope and permission. Like, wow, if that can happen for that person, if God was no respecter of persons there, then hey, He can do it for me because that is the truth. Thank you so much, Darren, for sitting in and doing this. I can't wait to get started and uh, for you to chime in and sit here again for a full episode. But this was a great intro to kind of what to expect and, and where the heart is behind it. And uh, I just want to say thank you again for this thank opportunity. Thank you, Chris. I can't wait, man. It's going to be amazing. Thanks for tuning in to the Harvard Transformation Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harvard Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.